I am Nora Hart, president of the Enigma Society, and I think you are just the right person to join. We should collect our pint-sized friend, because we have a job to do. Well, don't let her um, hear you say that, but um, a, a job, aren't we... Uh, oh, sorry? <laughs> I am Bonan, the librarian. This book I am looking for, it is called How to Rogue. The president of Rogue Society is one who borrowed book down an alley to dead Fred's. And I will sit down opposite the rogue and slide one of them over to the goblin. I can tell you what this says. But if anyone asks, you didn't hear it from me. Alright? You spotted someone slip open a manhole cover and go down it. And now we continue. So she jumps on down into the the hole, and I'm going to cast light. On what? Um, on, um, I've got a quill in my bag. Um, okay. And so she's going to hold that out in front of her and cast light, so it acts like a little torch kind of thing. Uh, what's the radius of light that you uh, cast? You touch one object that is no larger than 10 feet in any dimension. Duh, duh, duh. Objects, the object sheds bright light in a 20-foot radius. And okay. 20 beyond in dim. Yeah, dim light and 20 beyond. All right, so as you cast this spell, a number of figures step away from you. You can you just happen to catch their silhouettes at your periphery. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then one of them steps forward uh, into the shadowed light and introduces himself. Hey there, how you going? You're, uh, you figured out our clue, huh? Yeah, yeah, we, we did. We sure did. <laughs> Hang on, have we all dropped down yet? Because I was under the impression that there's only one person in the hole right now. Uh, yeah. I thought we'd followed. <laughs> I think, like it's, it's just like just Harold, Harold and Meredith, I think. I think you were. Yeah, yeah I haven't jumped down yet, but that's Well, come on, close the, the cover. Let's hang on a minute. What? Today was a wonderful Tuesday that I think Thursday would be better. And he looks at you expectantly. Um... Hmm. <laughs> Can I? Uh, <laughs> um, Meredith just kind of like frowns and goes, I also like Thursdays because they begin with a TH sound and it's a good sound. I will say, um, you know, I actually rather prefer Wednesdays personally. Uh, Potentia, did you say you dropped down for this uh, as well? I was, I was going to, but um, given that they've started talking, like I haven't effectively okay. yet because they're still. I just realised they're still underneath where I would logically drop to. Yeah, yeah, you've like you've positioned so yourself, can't, but haven't actually. Yeah, I can't jump down right now. So 
the the grin on this guy's face diminishes somewhat. <laughs> what a shock! <laughs> so, what's uh, what's all this then, eh? Was that was that thief's cat that you were talking in? And Meredith tries her biggest winning smile <laughs> because uh, we figured out your um your clue. We we had to ask for help a little bit, but um. That's okay, uh, and we can't tell you who we asked for help from because they asked us not to, and um, and we like being nice to people, so we're not going to tell you. Um, but we haven't actually learned Thieves' Cant, and we were kind of sort of hoping that um, we might be able to join you to learn Thieves' Cant. Isn't that the whole point of the Rogue Society? You want to be, like, spreading knowledge and wisdom and, mm. and etching other people? Yes? No, not really. Can I roll a persuasion check? <laughs> you can roll a persuasion, yeah. But he's like, uh, that's not really what we're doing at all. I got 17. It's very persuasive. Um, it's so not he's, enough, you know, uh, he's not drawing weapons. Well, that's good. Mm. So Is, does this does this person look like a student? From what I, what oh yeah, I can they, see? they look. They actually look like uh, they're like a. I would say late twenties. Uh, okay. They're human. It's hard to get much of their features because they are standing in shadowy light, but mm. kind of scruffy hair. Um, right. They're wearing like climbing gear. Mm-hmm. Look like they're ready to go out on, a, on an adventure of some kind. So you figured out the clue to get here, but you aren't thieves or rogues of any kind. So uh, what's your business with us, eh? Um, are there any halflings or gnomes or dwarves with the group? Any little people? Uh, there are a few shorter people. Okay. Um, can I tell in this light if they're halflings? You'd have to move towards them. Okay, so she does that a little bit. Uh, the group, the group shuffles and tries to like keep themselves on the periphery. Mm-hmm. And you and you hear you hear like the distinct sound of like swords being drawn from she- <laughs> from sheaths. Yeah. So she kind of deflates a little bit and goes, okay, fine, you found me out. My name's Meredith Meadowlark. I am a first-year postgraduate student. I'm studying this representation of um, halflings and um, gnomes and dwarves within the university and within different um, societal groups. And um, I was actually hoping that I might be able to to speak to some of you and um, do some interviews and maybe include you in my research cohort. What do you say? Well, that's definitely confused them. The one you've been talking to looks at you like, is there really no other time you could have done this? Well, you didn't exactly give us a specific time or date, and I wanted to get ahead of the curve. These guys are just helping me out. I am very enthusiastic about this this area of research. Right. I'm sure if they wanted to if they want to talk with you, they'll approach you on the campus. Right? It looks like it looks around and you hear a few people like, yeah, that sounds okay. Yeah. Yeah, so Can I, I ask, mm-hmm. you fellows look like you are about to embark in some serious business looking at your gear. Maybe. And you know, the th- the three of us that there, there is there's there's another who is should we move um let's move um Potentia, do you want to pop down a second? Potentia, do you want to pop down? <laughs> <laughs> I do that that sigh of like why? Why did you drag me into your mess? Why did you do this? Also, into a sewer. Just, yeah, like, great. My boots are going to be ruined. And with with a, a flourish, I just sort of drop down, but land, like landing slightly away from the very bright quill. Because okay. I 
unlike everyone else, can see in the dark. Hey! So I think <laughs> this is a, a good opportunity to talk about how that works for a second. So mm-hmm. your eyes can see in the dark. Yes. So the way that works is, like for, for other animals, that's because their eyes are better at picking up light and reflecting the light inside their, mm-hmm. their eyeballs better. Yeah. Which is why if you like shine a torch through a woods and you see an animal that has good night vision, their eyes light up. Deer in headlights. And, like, re- and, and reflect, yeah. They've, so, they've got a lot more sensitivity to tiny bits of light. Yes, well. yeah. Super useful um, in situations like this. Yes. <laughs> where it's real dark, except someone got out a torch and shone it in my face. Well, what, I, what I'm getting at is you have... Uh, the ability mm. to see in the dark, so your eyes reflect light. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you drop down, and you are a tall woman with glowing eyes, and there is a noticeable like shuffling of people as you have descended down into this this dark environment, and uh, you're quite intimidating at this point. Good. <laughs> 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 That's how I like it. Um, I just land. And just say, the mystery was too good to pass up. And like, just sort of land and stare at them all. And just, because like, what I'm trying to work out is how many of them there are without okay. like so, doing anything. So I'm not responding to the question that they've asked because mm. they didn't know I was there. They yeah, technically yeah. don't know that I heard it. <laughs> but. So uh, apart from this guy in the middle who has like stepped forward to mm-hmm. uh, make himself known, there's about eight other people down here that you can see. Mm-hmm. This guy who has set forward. Right, so you tracked us down. You want to ask us, or some of us, about experience being short? Mm-hmm. I don't get it. Like, there's a lot of trouble. Yeah, I mean, no tra- amount of trouble is too much for, you know, research and for knowledge, is it? I would like you to make a deception check. Me? Okay. <laughs> yeah, you. <laughs> I'm saying you. Ooh, deception! I got twenty-two. <laughs> is that a nat plus, or is that a? No, that was um eighteen. He seems very convinced. Awesome. Right. Well, I guess those of us who want to talk with you, they'll they'll meet you uh, on campus. He looks around tomorrow. Yeah, I guess I think that's tomorrow. Uh, yeah, that yeah, that statue. That good boy. That good. Yeah. How about in the what library? You... The library would be really good. Uh, at that mention, he like stops and looks directly at you. Why the library? Well, it's just a central location, isn't it? Yeah, I guess they could meet you at the library. Nice quiet place for an interview, isn't it? The library, it seems perfect. Yeah, absolutely. I'm just staring him down at this point. <laughs> there seems to be a lot of dice rolling happening. He, 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 he pauses. Did, um, did Bonin send you? Who? That's a deception. Okay. <laughs> Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> hang on, hang on. I got a ten. No. Uh, he got an eighteen. No. Mm. <laughs> I just eye roll. Can I? I know. Before he says anything, I'm just going to eye roll and be like, "Of course, you know who Bonin is. Don't who at him. You've you've mentioned the library. You know this. But sending us—that's a whole oh, different question. The library. I will. I will say. Um. Of course. Why? Um. Why would Bornin send us to you? That seems yeah. a little odd. He, he like he steps forward, gets gets close, like gestures for you to come down, quite like leaning close. 
This is about that book, right? It might be. Right, well, I mean, sure it's a bit late, but six months isn't that long. I don't know, I've heard those late fees compound, actually, so it is quite a while. Well, I'm, I'm not ready to give it up. What's so special about it? Well, I, I, I need it still. I haven't finished. Or what? You need, you need a book that tells you how to be a rogue. Uh, do you say that loud enough that everyone can hear? Yes, absolutely I do. <laughs> everyone, everyone, like you hear like some chatter between people, like some whispered talking, and he, he looks a little like... Yeah, he does. <laughs> a little sheepish, maybe. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, okay, just... just. <laughs> there was never going to be anything else said by Potentia in that moment. Like, there was never <laughs> anything else. Okay, so... Oh, God. So, I'll, I'll give you the book, but... I need you to do something for me. <sighs> Eyebrow raise. Yes. <laughs> what do you need? So I need two things. Mm. You you all seem like very confident, very uh, skilled people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, there, there are some ingredients that I need from the alchemy building. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, and I just need you to pick me a rose from a specific garden. Mm. You're a rogue who can't go and pick his own roses. Oh, that's cute. That's so cute. I think Potentia, that's why he needed the book. Um, mm. So you're again, you're, you're not being quite. You're, you're, nope. you're not, no, okay. Of course not. That, okay. that is eliciting much more whispers from the, <laughs> the crowd of people. Mm-hmm. That's kind of the deliberate point because. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so he like he, he pulls out a piece of parchment. He's like, "Listen, if you if you get me the list of these of these ingredients, and you get me the rose from the garden marked on this map, then I'll give you the book back, and that'll be it. Nothing else needs to trouble you. What do you say? Just one, just one question. What do you need the chemicals for? Uh, it's nothing that would harm someone. <laughs> cool, 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 cool. <laughs> Can I roll a nature check? I want to. I want to try and figure out what these ingredients could be used for. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the ingredients they include things like like refined sugar, uh, mm-hmm. cellulose, and a number of other ingredients. That uh, can you please make me a? I think intelligence might be the right roll. Straight intelligence, righto. Um, nine. Mm, no, they don't. They, <laughs> okay. they aren't. They aren't toxic together. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll mm-hmm. tell you that. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm sure we can manage this. Um, is there a deadline on this? Uh, this this trans this transaction. Uh, let's say by the end of the week. That seems fair. Right. Okay. Cool. Uh, and make it easy. The end of the week, I will meet you out the front of the library. <laughs> Very open place to. Do- Make oh, a transaction, but sure. There's nothing suspicious about uh, a, you, know, you handing me a parcel and a flower. That's not suspicious at all. We had to track down some very unsavory people just to find you. So forgive me if I'm a little skeptical. It's not my fault you can't read no words. Fair point. Can I ask him before we leave, just out of curiosity, whether there'd be whether he would be willing to... As, as someone who has travelled a reasonable amount, whether he would be willing to help me 
learn a bit of Thieves' Cant for my own future purposes. If I was to get him these ingredients, that is definitely me going out of my way. Well, uh, tell you what, if you're six, if you help me with this, mm-hmm. we'll talk. Because it's dark, I can't do what I want to do. I want to do that, like that same facial expression I gave to oh, Michael no, like earlier. It's, it's, oh, you're standing next to Meredith, and she has uh, a light. Yes, so you... but because because my my eyes are so white, like are so glowing right now, it's not gonna it's not gonna have the effect right, that I wanted right. to have. Like I want to do that same facial expression I gave Michael earlier of that, like I'll see you later, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. hair flick, hair toss thing. But it's not gonna work because I look creepy right now. I mean, it would have a different effect. For yeah. sure. Yeah. Uh, so, do you climb out of the sewer, or do you decide that this isn't worth it, I'm going to fight all of them? At eight. Eight is too many. No, I mean, I, I think we um, we definitely... Okay, let's side, sidebar, sidebar. Um, look, you know, I actually have a way to just locate a specific object, and we could possibly take this book by force, but... It just doesn't really seem worth it, honestly. I think we just find these ingredients and go on our way. Yeah, I mean, it's going to take a little bit longer, but I don't. I agree, Harold. I don't really think it's worth kind of the effort, to be honest. Not not in the mood to fight some people. No, that's not fair. really. That's fair. Fine. All right, so you climb up the ladder Can and I, out of the. Oh, sewer. there is a ladder. Great. Yes. <laughs> My question is going to be: um, at, at which point, once we emerge, I'm going to clean us. Because my god. Press agitation. Clear. Yes, please. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. Yuck. And I also want to pass, uh, because I know that down there, I'm going to cast message and be like, I will see you outside the library. Just as a like parting message that he basically has. So was that, is that the one that he can reply to? Mm-hmm. Yes. I will, leave, I will leave his line of, op- like, uh, his capacity to respond to me so he's open. So the, the response you, you get is, ah. Um, uh, yeah, I'll see you outside the library. <laughs> because we do love a whispery message in their ears. Oh, yeah, it doesn't surprise anybody. It's always <laughs> perfectly expected. And I just kick the, the manhole cover closed again so that they are back in the dark mm-hmm. down there. And it, it doesn't look like we were over there in the first place. Uh, well, the streets are getting busier in the Sunset District. Uh, do you want to, like, you know, pick this up in the morning, or do you want to go and try and finish this in one day? I read the list to see what al- what things we would need alchemical wise. Mm-hmm. Can you please give me an intelligence check? <laughs> that is a nat twenty. Yeah. <laughs> crit, 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 crit. These are all the ingredients you need to make a smoke bomb. Uh, hmm Of course they are. They're non-lethal. I mean. Yep. The more I, I learn about this guy, Meredith says, the more I wonder. I'm not at all surprised he needed that book. Oh, and by the way, now that you're out of the sewer mm-hmm. with some, some street lamp light, you can look at the map better mm. and you notice that where this, this, this garden that he wants you to pick a flower, a flower from, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's in the green narrows. Oh, good. Right. Is that mm. not the, the place that Brian Kitt told us not to go? It wasn't Brian Kitt, it was the head of security. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. Great. Cool, cool, cool. So is this something you are doing at night or are you wanting to, to take a crack at it in the morning? I'm going to vote no. <laughs> well, I mean, at least we would have the cover of darkness if this rose is guarded somehow. My instinct is to go and find our friend who is part of the town guard 
and see if he'll escort me in to get said flower in the Green Narrows. Is there any other reason you want to go and find your friend in the town guard? No. <laughs> oh. Interesting. Well, hmm. It just sure. means that, you know, the head of security isn't going to get mad because I took assistance. Mm-hmm. Um, and sure. He will be further on our side and potentially likely yep. to help us more later. Okay. And I don't have to steal anything towards a smoke bomb. Okay. I mean... So wait, are you saying you're wanting to split the party? Um, no, but I'm just like, I also don't want to deal with that right now because I need to think about what we're going to do regarding smoke bomb. I mean, look, I'm I'm perfectly happy to let this idiot have a smoke bomb. Who even knows if he could use it properly anyway? Pretty much. But, um, he does uh, not look, inspire confidence. So if we go now, we'll have the cover of darkness and that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um... If we go tomorrow, though, I do have a little trick that I could um, spend a little time preparing that could help us uh, z- uh, slip through undetected. Hmm, interesting. So, and you could always, you know, meet tomorrow night if you yes. want to. If you want to da- cover a darkness but need yes, some time to prep. perhaps that might be a good idea. You know, I, I've... Look, I, I, I'll admit I've never really been to the Green Narrows. It's not really somewhere my family permitted me to go. Although... My brother Gregory has told me about it a little bit. He's actually a captain in the city guard. But um, I, I think with a little bit of time, we could uh, we could be prepared enough to do this. Uh, and it could be fun. Mm. You know, we'll have something to talk about, which is always fantastic. So You do love an adventure. Well, of course. I mean, this stuffy city, I mean, you have to make adventure where you can, right? Or escape other places and go find adventure for yourself. Well, I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Fine. You need the time. We can take the time. Is there anything on this list that we could procure without needing cover of dark? Uh, so some of the things on the smoke bomb list uh, you could acquire from a right. merchant, um, but some of them are chemical mm-hmm. or alchemical in nature. It, it's it is unlikely that your average merchant would be carrying you know refined cellulose. Like, and they if they are, they aren't marketing it as the chemical things they're marketing it and other would i know of any alchemy um like alchemists in the city like alchemy dealers yeah so there is the mage light district ah. which is a uh alchemist magic like where all the shops are they them exist mm-hmm. um, it's just the north of the merchant district and um not too far from where you are now right let's um there's a little district just up the way that has uh, all sorts of uh, arcanists and those kinds of things, and I'm sure that possibly someone there could have what we're looking for. They don't sound too uncommon, but not... I mean, I wouldn't know. I don't really dabble in these kinds of things personally, but couldn't harm to have a look. I think I think trying to find the things we can that don't require us to go places that are less savoury would be best done first, and then we can always... Don't want to go breaking into the chemistry lab at, at university? We don't look after the after the last time with the giant spider. I just don't feel like breaking into the the anywhere at night is necessarily I mean, in our best interest if we can acquire things in other ways. It, That's it, fair. it would be quicker though. That's fair. All right, let's let's go to the mage light. Okay, let's go to the mage light district. All right, so you you wander your way through the sunset district, through the merchant district. It's People are still selling wares, but now it's more restaurants and cafes opened. Um, people are having dinner and uh, you hear a couple of bands playing from the, the various taverns and inns you travel past. 
and travel into an area that is distinct from all of the areas surrounding it. I mean, the Artisan's Corner is nearby, and Artisans are bohemian mm-hmm. in, na- in nature, but um, the Mage Light District stands out because as you approach, you start to, to hear things and see things that are out of place. The Mage Light District has illusions out the mm-hmm. front of their stores, neon signs gesturing you to come inside, uh, dragons mm-hmm. flying overhead uh, made of particles of light. It's, it's like you've walked into a... Uh, a neon sign district at night. It's, it is vibrant and bright and a little overwhelming from a someone who's never experienced yeah, this Meredith before. Yeah, Meredith is loving it, mm. but she's just kind of wandering around like with her mouth open going, what? Like a, like a, a cat sitting underneath a Christmas tree with full of lights. Basically, yeah. It's just, ah. Oh. It's not unlike that. But based on, based on the fact there are a lot of illusions around, yes. I think I'm just enjoying looking at everything based on things that are known by the DM that are not known by other people yet, necessarily. Ah. Yep. 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 <laughs> um, well, so you find a couple stores that catch your eye. Uh, there's a, a, a quite a large storefront um, called Shock and Awe. <clears throat> uh, mm. Unusual items for unusual situations. There's a, an alchemist apothecary. The smell coming out of it is overwhelming. Mm-hmm. Uh if you've ever walked past Lush or any kind of place that sells bath bombs, it's it's that kind mm, of like yep. strong. Like it's not bad smelling; it's just strong. Yeah, it almost like knocks you over when you walk in. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it is evening. It does look like the store is is closing up, but the the woman behind the counter is you know happy to serve you. Hello, my dears. What can I get for you? I um I say oh hello um I I have a I think a few maybe unusual requests, but I, I hear on good authority that you are the person to come to in these circumstances. So uh, I'll, I'll hand you this list. Um, I, I would love to see if you have any of these things in stock. Um, as she takes the list from you, she smiles and says, listen, darling, there's not much you can tell me that will shock me these days. This list in particular does not shock me. <laughs> I thought as much. So she goes about and like starts with like a little shovel taking things from various jars and, and buckets and putting them in little little containers for you. Um, so is this all that you're after today? Well, I don't suppose you have the the rose. Uh, that would be something, I guess. I don't have one of those. You wouldn't happen to have charcoal, herbs, incense, that sort of thing, would you? Uh, she looks at you with a smile. Of course, dear. Of course we do. Wonderful. I'll take, let's say, ten gold pieces worth. Uh, she looks at you and smiles. Of course. She puts uh, Ross's order to the side and she starts mm-hmm. packaging up yours. Okay. Um, now, I haven't been checking this, but I assume you have the gold that you're spending. Yes, oh, I do. Yeah. Uh, Ross, you've been flashing some coin. I also do. I've been keeping track of. Okay. Yeah, of so. All of that. Yeah. Um, this isn't a game that I'm really going to keep track of those things very much. I assume for equipment and stuff, that's where it's. You want us to yeah. get active. Like if, it, if it's like, oh, here is a flaming poisoning doom sword. Yeah. That costs a thousand gold. And you go, oh, I've got that. I'm going to need to see the money. <laughs> up front. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I am. I am at this moment about to like hand it over according to my character sheet. So. Okay. Like, All right. Cool. I'm going to deduct it. Myself. As she's packaging up your order, she says, mm-hmm. we currently have a discount on Tinder tweaks. If you wanted, they are quite good value. 
How much are they? Uh, I'm currently doing a great discount of 10 Tinder Twigs for one gold. Um, so a Tinder Twig is basically a match, like an alchemical match. Yeah. You strike it on a surface and it lights up. It's an, it's an, it's an old-style match, so the old-style matches just worked on friction. Well, the yeah, I mean, the, the, the heat generated from friction, which would be super useful, but I have a tinderbox with me, so I, okay. at this point, do not require one at this time, but I will keep it as a note that you do have them uh, in case okay. I need, have need of them at a later date. Of course, dear. We're, we're always here. And what were your opening hours, just so that I know for future reference? Well, we open at nine o'clock, and then I close sometime after seven when the the last customer leaves. Thank you. Just so that I know if I need to rush over and grab it. Mm-hmm. Not a problem. And uh, how much for these these items here? It's your, if I'm if I'm not mistaken, it's your first time in here, isn't it? Yes, I don't think I've wandered through here before, actually. Yeah. Well. Since it's your first time here, I think I will give you a discount so that you remember me next time. Splendid. For any alchemical needs. For, for being so kind, um, if you had a, um, uh, just a health potion on hand, um, you know, just in case I get into a little scrape, you know what it's like, mm-hmm. I, I would um, gladly buy one of those off of you as well. Yes, I definitely have those. Well, how about we say the health potion... And these items here, um, let's say 60 gold pieces. Champion, I will gladly take those. Uh, here's 60, should cover it. And she hands you across your order and a health potion. Excellent. Here's the 10 for mine. She'll take the 10 and hand you back a, a 1. Oh, thank you. You know, it's kind of just occurred to me that um, we've basically just been tricked into buying a whole bunch of stuff for this guy. You didn't have to buy it. True. You could have acquired it another way. That is true. Hmm. Okay. I don't know about you, but I think that sometimes stimulating the economy is a useful use of one's money. I mean, if you have the money to use, yeah, sure. Hmm. I, mm, I, I, I yes. say no, I say nothing and just raise and raise my eyebrows, being like, "That's fair," but also. Anyway. That's a conversation <laughs> for another time, perhaps. Yeah, I just sort of, just sort of make. I like just take my coin purse and sort of mm. shove it further into my pocket. Like, oh, <laughs> oh, so, mm. yeah. Mhm. Mhm. All right. So, where to now, team? Well, we need to get that rose, don't we? Yes, I think um, perhaps we call it a night. It's been quite a busy day, actually. Very exciting, and um, yeah, there's a few little things that I I can make sure we have access to, and um, that should hopefully help us tomorrow. And um, yeah, let's let's go into the Green Narrows. Sounds. I mean, not delightful, but could be interesting at least. Mm. Yeah. All right. So with that, uh, you all start making your way to your various homes for the evening. Um, just because I don't know, actually, where are you staying, Harold? So I'm in Oak Row, just across the river. And mm-hmm. um, I actually have a Riverview apartment and I can see the university from where I am. It's nice. So, because uh, Meredith is in the student accommodation, mm-hmm. uh, Griffin in, Hall. Griffin Hall, yes, in the campus village. Uh, whereabouts are you, Potentia? Uh, Oak Row, in the sort of middle of it, rather than necessarily uh, not on the river. Is is my general, my general. Okay. 
So you all end up, you're all heading the same way. So you can catch a taxi and just make your way down, or you can wander through the city at night together and see kind of the nightlife of the city. I would like to walk through Silverstone anyway. So I, mm-hmm. my, my plan is to walk, which will take me, well, what did you say, about a kilometer or so? It's going to take me yeah. 20 minutes, 15, 20 yeah. minutes to get home. Um, Meredith's going to walk with her. Harold, are you walking as well? Or are you going to catch a cab? I'll walk if the others are walking, yeah. All right, so you uh, have a leisurely stroll through the town, taking in the sights together, maybe stop for a, a meal somewhere together. Mm-hmm. I think if given we're walking back kind of towards the Sunset District, something on the border of the Sunset District and King's Quarter would make sense as a place to... Yeah, definitely. ...pause and food and... Oh, yeah, there's plenty of restaurants around there, plenty of cafes yeah. and things. And then you uh, you head home for the night and... We will skip to the next evening when you all meet up. Hey, it's your friendly Dungeons and Doctorates DM here, reminding you to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at DN Doctorates, and to use the hashtag DN Doctorates. Remember that if you would like myself, Joe, Kate, Ross, or any of the characters, maybe you would like a message from Gore to be read out on the show. You can find the link to that submission on our social media. Give a shout out to a special someone. Just wanted to thank you for listening to the show. We're having lots of fun here. The next episode is already online, so you can dive straight into that one after this one finishes. And uh, let's get back into it right now. So you've taken the day to prepare yourself for your your heist, your caper. Mm -hmm. You probably meet... Right to that south gate, because that's where you kind of all separate. Mm-hmm. I think, given Meredith's excitement for what's happening, she's probably the first one there. Mm-hmm. Oh, totally. Uh, who would be next in the, the evening to arrive? I would be uh, last, because being on time is probably not my strong suit. That's fair. All right, so then Potentia arrives, and Harold, this is beginning to become your, you know... Pseudo-initiative order. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> All right, so you arrive... I arrive dead on time, as in, like, the time we have arranged to meet is the time I walk. <laughs> I, I set foot. You got there a little early, stood behind a corner, waited for the bell to chime, then stepped out. Yeah, that kind is of... Is this just... because wizards w- wizards arrive precisely when they mean to? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wizard is yes. never late. Arrives pre- mm-hmm. <laughs> she arrives precisely when she means to. Um, that and also just like uh, background wise um, that makes sense as well that that would yeah, be yeah, expected yep. that I would arrive dead on, yep. dead on time yes your background definitely leads yep. me to believe that alright so <laughs> I am I am by the way for anyone who is listening not deliberately being obfuscatory but there are conversations that happen outside of recording that are important that yes. other players might not necessarily know but you're yes. also being a tiny bit deliberately obfuscatory. Uh, well. I, I am. For the story. I am for the story, but it, this is more so that people understand why there might be occasions where conversations happen in this that don't make sense unless mm-hmm. yeah, fair. conversations mm-hmm. yeah. Are, are being, have been made privy to. Yeah, because, you know, not everyone's going to immediately tell these people they've met for a week their entire backstory. Yes. Except for Meredith. Except for oh, Meredith. yeah. Mer- <laughs> Meredith is an open singing book. Not just an open book, a book that sings at you because it wants you to know. (laughs) When you open it. Speaking of, when they all arrive, she's kind of like, hey guys, 
What'd you get up to today? I spent most of it wondering why we're doing this again. Because it's important. Oh yeah, because you don't actually know why. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because the librarian, because we are making the librarian happy by returning him his book, Meredith. Yeah, but I feel like we just spent an awful lot of gold on a bunch of things. And now we're about to head into the Green Narrows, a place where we were told specifically not to go. Um, to basically provide some guy with a, it just, Meredith. I'm really beginning to have second thoughts. Meredith, can I just ask you a question? Why did you, why did you move from your small town to a big city? Oh, because I wanted to study. I wanted to, to learn more. I wanted to find more stories. Oh, I see what you're saying. You wanted to learn more. So learning more doesn't just necessarily mean at a university. It can also be by discovering see, new places. I kind of see what things. you're trying to do here. You're trying to use my my good nature and, and aggressive enthusiasm against me. But no, no, not at all. As, as, someone, like... as someone who has traveled a lot in their life, I think it is important for people to visit places that they wouldn't typically go to because it will inform them more about the world. I actually think that that's See, it's important. true, but I would like to have all of my limbs intact after we end up getting out of here. Plus, I feel like logic also has a little bit to play in it, and I would really like to know exactly what's going on. Because even though I may be wide-eyed and bushy-tailed, I'm, I'm, I'm not stupid, and I think you guys are hiding something from me a little bit here. Um, honestly, I just don't think that this... Uh young man that we're picking these items for is going to put the um, what did you say, Potentia? It was a smoke bomb? That's what it looks like. Ah, well, you know, I mean, he doesn't seem like the most, I mean, I don't want to cast dispersions on the fellow, but he doesn't seem like especially the most competent of Rogues. roguish types, <laughs> and I just, if I thought this yeah. this thing was going to go into the wrong hands, I would probably have a little more reservations, but Oh, you know, yeah, and I totally see that. I absolutely get that about you, Harold. That's one of the reasons why I like you. But I feel like, I don't know, there's just... We are spending an awful lot of time on this. Well, what else would we do? I, I'm i so bored. I'm just so ready to go, you know, <laughs> out there in the field. I'd rather be busy than bored and such... Given we don't have classes as yet. Oh, don't get me wrong. I do enjoy hanging out with the three of you. It's been very exciting and I really do enjoy our time together. But... Could we not, like, go back to dead friends and drink, have a drink and tell each other about our lives and our personal details? Yes? How about this? I we, mean, we can why go not back both? To, we can do both. Why don't we do this first and then we'll go back to dead friends? I promise you when this is all over, I will buy you a drink at dead friends. Okay, let's go. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> and with that, you walk down uh, along the district of Oak Row, cross the bridge into Westgate, which is a... Uh, slightly lower socioeconomic district, mm -hmm. but still, you know, up and coming, and cross mm -hmm. the street into the Green Narrows. Mm. There's a noticeable dis difference in the Green Narrows. The streets are narrower. The mm -hmm. there are people look at you with narrower eyes. Ooh. As you're walking through, people like are giving you the side eye because you clearly, well, two of you, don't look like you belong here. Can I cast um, Minor Illusion to make it look like I'm carrying a small parcel, like I'm delivering something? Yeah, definitely. Um, so you're walking through the Narrows. Following the map, you're actually getting away from like the, the more slum kind of areas of the Narrows mm -hmm. to larger, more like defended homes. Places with mm -hmm. large walls and, and sharp spikes. Hmm. And you find yourself outside a particularly large estate. 
uh, an estate that has the name of the household family uh, emblazoned in brass lettering across the gateway into the estate. And you notice that all the other buildings have lots of like defensive things on their walls. This building doesn't have defensive things on its walls. Mm-hmm. This building has finery on its walls. Mm-hmm. And the name that is emblazoned over the entry gate is Magnala, which is a, a name that strikes a chord with you, Harold. Mm-hmm. Can you please make me a history check? You, you know that name, but where where do you know that name? Fourteen. That name is the name of the Elvish Mafia. Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. Grand. Awesome. The Magnala family are a reasonably well-known, in certain circles, mm-hmm. crime family. Yep. They carry themselves as respected business people, but you've heard your father talk about them before. Mm. Okay, so what did we have to get from here again? Can I, can I ask, are you sharing that information with us? Absolutely not. <laughs> um, so the rose and description is a black rose, mm-hmm. uh-huh. um, which uh, Harold would recognize as being particularly rare yep. and uh, hard to to cultivate. Yep. Mm. Uh, do we see it? Uh, so you're outside the gate still. You haven't yep. walked into the, the grounds proper. Depending on how you want to, you can walk through the front gate, you can climb over the wall, you can circle around and try and find something, more information. Mm-hmm. I, I'm leaving this up to you. There's there's nobody visible out front. Would I, if I looked at the name and I looked at the building, mm-hmm. would I be able to, would I, would I have any knowledge of this kind of thing based on race-related things, not necessarily based on city-related things? Like, um, would it okay. appear like buildings of other similarly untoward there are aspects of the building that are uh, high elf in nature Mm -hmm. but it's sort of like it's sort of wrong like you can recognize certain architectural aspects which are high elf but they're like gaudier Mm. Mm -hmm. they're they're more ostentatious we'll say Mm -hmm. (laughs) than a high elf yeah, like the the name is like you're like ah, oh, that's an elven name, but not one I'm particularly familiar with. Yeah, yeah. So you, you would you would guess they would be elves based on the name and some of the architecture, but mm-hmm. you but not you I would wouldn't not, know anything. That's fine. Yeah, no. Okay. All right. Well, I um I say um, shall we uh shall we scout around a little bit? Yeah, I think that might be a good idea. And um, yeah, let's do that. We have a bit of a. Sneaky peek around the place. Should we roll investigation checks? Uh, give me perception checks. Okay. I got a 17. 12. 16. So, 16 and 17, you were able to spot, as you walk around the back of the building, there is a mark on the back wall that catches your eye. You don't recognize what it means, but it distinctly look like it was placed there by someone like scraping it into the wall Mm -hmm. I turn to the others and say do you think the rose is a test oh it's very definitely a test then do you think the mark is so that robes can get over the wall ah 
Possibly. It could also be um, like a warding glyph, uh, like a trap. How much instance. time do I have? <laughs> How much time do you want to spend? So so far, no. So far, no one's like paying you any attention. No one's yeah. noticed you walking around this building. If uh, if people would give me the time, I could assess whether this appears to be a magical mark or a non-magical mark. How long would you need? Say, ten minutes, if my maths is correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you could spend ten. Ten minutes, minutes and six six seconds, technically. Is this a sort of place where like? Busking would be acceptable. No. Ah, dang it. No. Okay. <laughs> I look. I look at. I look at Meredith and just go. Put it away. <laughs> <laughs> but but I thought you needed a distract. Okay, fine. I I do not need to be distracted in this moment. Love no, your no, music. No, no, no. I was thinking I, I could distract people away from you. I mean, yeah, you could you could go somewhere and, and be very distracting. Yeah. Hmm. I think the less attention drawn to ourselves, the better, honestly, yeah, in this probably. regard. She very sadly puts the viol away. <laughs> like the big puppy dog eyes. But, but, but. Later. In the pub. Okay. Over a drink. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that should not be as convincing as it is, but okay. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> You're right. Yeah, definitely. All right, so you can cast the ritual, and I'll tell you if something interrupts you while you're doing it. <laughs> uh, um, I will have to focus to do this. I, I mean, I can cast it not as a ritual, but it depends on how much fight we expect to end up in later. So it is. It is dark. You, you've waited until it's dark for mm. this. Mm. Yeah. There are not like bright lights out here. Like the the street lights are not really lit. Like most of the light comes from people's homes. The, the light spilling out of windows and things. Would it be worth just taking the gamble then and climbing up? That's not my call to make. I would like to know. You'd prefer yes. to look before you leap? Mm. <sighs> would you prefer I did this quickly or less quickly? I Harold? think discretion is good. Maybe quickly is nice. All right. Well, in that case, I will cast Detect Magic on the wall and use my use it as a first level. Oh. Okay. So the rune does not glow and the wall does not glow. There is no magic in this wall. Okay. I pass that information to the group. Well, we know it's not a magical trap then. That's good. Yes. Uh, Harold. Yes. With your passive perception, Mm. (laughs) you notice that somebody is making their way. You hear them coming like around the the corner. Yep. Like they're going to be a couple streets away. But you hear someone like chatting with someone like uh, this this whole job always gets to me but uh it's not too bad it's good pay oh yeah it's all right okay like a couple guys having a chat as they walk around the perimeter of this building all right so i will i will cast uh pass without trace and the three of us now have a plus 10 bonus to stealth checks and i will say i will say uh quickly let's get over the wall and um i will climb over the wall. Alright, so I'm going to need athletics checks to climb oh, over no. the wall. Yeah, okay. I was afraid you were going to say or that. Or you could maybe try an acrobatics to be extra fancy. No yeah, better I'll for do me. acrobatics. I'm, oh. I'm, I'm, I'm 100% being extra acrobatics. fancy about this, because oh, like... Five. Nope. <laughs> I got 15. Ooh. I'm going to need an assist from someone, uh, I think. Potentia? 15. Meredith and Potentia get up the wall. Uh, Harold attempts to, but slides down. I 
reach down and because I can reach him because I'm not four foot tall. Mm-hmm. Um, and and help him. like the reason I'm saying that is because I can I can no because I can help him and you won't be able no, to reach. True. That's my so point. So she's kind of valiantly trying to help. So Harold, uh, roll with advantage. Alrighty, uh, let's go athletics again. Fourteen. Yep, that gets you off the wall. Right. You're welcome. So below you, you see a very well manicured and kept garden. Uh, would you like to make stealth checks while you're up here as well? Yes, I would. Yeah. So plus ten, you plus said. Plus ten. That's on top of our on top of our ordinary mod. Twenty four. Oh, so I got thirty two. Nice. You know what's real great about rolling a two when you have plus three stealth and then a plus ten on top of that is it's not a two anymore. <laughs> it's a fifteen. Wow. <laughs> nice. Oh. Yes. yes. That's because I tried to help you. Like I am super duper stealthy. These two guys wolf right oh past you without even giving you a second glance. Yeah, they do. Awesome. Meredith's like doing a little dance in the corner. All right, Ooh, so I'm we're so over stealthy. the wall. Um, at this point, I say, um, I'm giving. I'm going to just. I'm going to just scry ah, sure. the garden before you. I'm letting yep. you look before you leap. Good, because I have something. I have something to say before we do that. Given I helped Harold up the wall and then just going to thank him for passing that trace because yes. like, meep <laughs> like, we both basically yeah. both saved each other's butt just then so like well done team <laughs> mm-hmm. it is a, a well kept manicured mm-hmm. garden there is a rose bush that is probably 20 feet from the wall it's in a position of, of some kind of honour it looks like mm-hmm. it's up on a, a slightly raised mound mm-hmm. um, and it is covered in these gorgeous black roses with very aggressive looking thorns and there are also some manicured topiary shrubs in the shape of various animals so there's a wolf there's a bear there's a rhinoceros uh there appears to be some kind of party going on inside the house Um, Mm -hmm. you can hear music being played the sound of like drinks being being clinked together and and laughter coming from the, the townhouse mm-hmm. it does not mm-hmm. look like anyone's noticed you okay so i um I will, I will i will raise my hood basically to like try and obscure my face and um before we jump over i say um look uh, given that we've gotten this far i feel like there's something i should tell you about this house um mr man magnala here is uh is an elvish fellow with some interesting activities, and I, I feel like if we got on the wrong side of him, it wouldn't benefit us very well. So um, let's let's be quiet uh-huh. about this, hey? Cool, 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 cool. The same sensible. Mm-hmm. Very exciting, mm-hmm. though. Is it? <laughs> I I look at I look at Howard and just go, and you couldn't have mentioned this earlier. Well, we're halfway there now, yeah. right? I mean... In for a copper, in for a platinum. Yeah, no, I understand. Fine, let's just... Let's get on with mm-hmm. it. All right, so you drop down <laughs> stealthfully. I actually don't want to drop down yet. I want to sit... Like, I want to stay on top of the thing just for a second, just to make sure. I'm going to vote that Harold goes. Fair. <laughs> um, I, I drop down. All right, so, Harold, please roll for me a stealth check. Oof, that's... uh. It'd have been 11. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, did, did you roll a no. one? That's a natural one. Yeah, it's a natural one. 
Uh, yeah. Not even magic is. No! And you have you have no pluses to stealth. I have zero Ooh. dexterity or strength. I'm a very squishy, pampered no! human. <laughs> so uh, okay. you, you, cool. you get, cool. go down the wall, <laughs> and the fine. first thing you do is you land on a branch, and it snaps. Mm-hmm. <gasps> Meredith is immediately contrite, and she just kind of like freezes up the top with her eyes wide and open in horror, and is like. <gasps> Your passive perception's 20, Ross. Mm. So mm-hmm. that's good enough to see this for sure. That topiary in the shape of a wolf, it turns and mm-hmm. looks at you. Ah! Right. And it slowly turns its entire body and starts, like, walking towards you. Okay. Do we see this up on the wall? Oh, yeah, you can see it. You can see this. It was... Yeah, Meredith is, like, hitting potential, going, ah! <laughs> Like trying really silently to get her attention. As it approaches you, it's this is it's still twenty feet away. Mm-hmm. As it approaches you, you see that out of the the shrubbery, thorns appear for where its claws will be, and its teeth become yep. razor sharp thorns. <laughs> is there anywhere I could like? Is there anywhere I could try and duck into? There are some bushes around that don't um, appear to be animate. Okay, I try and dart into one of those. Uh, are you trying to hide in it? Mm. Mm. Make a stealth <laughs> check. I went so well last time. Um, <laughs> 26. Yeah. Hey! Okay. He's back. So this thing is going to roll with advantage to try and find you. Because yeah, well, it's, it's already it's, seen me. Yeah. yeah. It's it's like circling that bush. It doesn't know where mm-hmm. you are exactly, but it knows where you should be. Yep. What are the two of you up on the wall doing? From my spot on the wall, how far is Ross from me? Uh, he would be... Uh, uh, sorry, horizontally across the ground, not worrying about the. Okay, level. horizontally across Just the ground. Thank you. I don't have to do trigonometry. Mm. Um, yeah, no, that's fine. He would be. I mean, much as I love a good hypotenuse. <laughs> yeah, no, he would be like uh, five feet in front of you, but like ten feet down. So I have soap for no, so, like for some reason in my bag. I haven't left yeah. it at home. Yeah. Um, Cleanliness. Yep, totes. So I'm going to like dig around and pull that out and then like chuck it as far as mm-hmm. I can in the opposite direction into the garden. Uh, you can either toss it towards the, the black roses, mm-hmm. towards the bear topiary, mm-hmm. or towards the rhinoceros topiary. Um... So I want to throw it away from the black rose. Let's say let's say that let's say to the left is the bear and to the right is the rhinoceros. Okay, let's go towards the right. All right, uh, give me a, a strength to see how far you throw it. Oh no! Okay. <laughs> oh, it's a four. It's a hot four. Doesn't go very far. Nope. Uh, we'll say you're ten feet up. Throw it. Uh, it travels in an arc. It lands. 15 feet away from you. Theometry intrigue. Great. Like, like down <laughs> across 15 feet. Is it still away from Harold, though? It is. It's 15 feet okay, away from well, Harold. Okay, well, that's good. Harold, you've heard off to your, your right somewhere something small hit the ground. Mm-hmm. And the wolf has turned and like, made its way over that way. Okay, once its back is to me, I will try and sneak out of the bush towards my target. All right, give me another stealth. Okay. It's a uh, 17 this wolf does not appear to notice you. Right. You sneak across the bit of open area and get to the roses. Mm-hmm. How are you collecting this rose? Do you have a cutting implement? I do. I have a scimitar for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Don't question it. You couldn't be left, let to leave the house without some form yeah, of Yeah, although I... <laughs> you knew where we were coming. I can't you to make an attack roll. Yeah. And and a stealth check at disadvantage. Yeah, makes sense. And and so, so describe to me, are you just like hacking at this bush? Are you trying to get just one flower? What's your deal? Now, I, I feel like we need the entire, just like the stem, right? The rose, the stem with the rose on it, right? We, it's not just like a petal. We want an mm-hmm. actual, like, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. like the stereotypical mm-hmm. rose with stem. Yeah. Um, so I, I am trying to sort of just with my, like, I'm not just hacking. I'm, I'm trying to sort of like, just like one, just kind of, you know, get it. Okay. So make me an attack roll. Alrighty. Attack roll. Okay, good. That's a 20. Awesome. Nice. Yep. Definitely slice off a rose without damaging the rest of the bush. And stealth. With disadvantage. Oh, damn. Uh, 23. Actually, not yeah. bad. Two good rolls. Two good rolls. Nice. Dang. Nice rolls. The bear does not look at you. The rhinoceros does not look at you. Righto. Collect the rose. Being careful not to stab yourself on the particularly vicious thorns. Mm. You'll need to make one more stealth check to get out of here. Alrighty, let's do it. That'll be a 23. Yes! Man, thank God for Pass Without Trace. Holy crap, it's so good. (laughs) I'm going to help you get back up the wall. Uh, Make a a check with advantage, Ross. Athletics or... Athletics. Meredith is going to keep a really close eye on those um, topiary bushes. Uh, 15. Yeah, you get up the wall. Woohoo! Sweet. Not going to lie, that could have gone very differently. <laughs> yeah. Uh, with that, I imagine you skedaddle. Oh, yeah. You scamper out of there. Um, before we jump off the wall, before we jump off the wall, I want to check that the guards that we had go past before aren't there. Oh, yeah, good plan. Uh, give me a perception. Uh, is 13 plus 3. Uh, you Sorry, don't see or hear them. Okay. I slip down off the wall quietly and dexterously to land on my feet so as not to, you know, I check, my, I check myself before I wreck myself. Let's get one stealth roll as you all try to leave here without causing commotion. 27! 20. 7 and 1 and 10 because of passing Very good. All right. <laughs> oh, you so slip out of the green narrows without attracting any attention. Yeah, yeah. I, I imagine go and celebrate. Yeah. Potentia owes me a drink. I turn to Meredith and suggest that we swing past either Harold or my place because we'd be walking through the right area to do so. Drop off the rose and then I will take her for the drink that I promised her because that only seems fair and reasonable. Yes, it does. Uh, But I also ask um, whether there's a place that's closer, that's not dead. Like much as I loved dead Fred's, maybe we could explore another pub that is closer to the um, university. Oh, there are some great student but there's some great student pubs you could go to. Yeah, let's go and investigate somewhere else. Just just a cool new place that, that uh, you might like. Yeah. That would be easier to stumble home from. Tight. <laughs> well, I would recommend um, you go to the Major's Solicitor. Mm. <laughs> it's the nice. oldest student bar on campus. Of course uh, it is. From, from before the days of the merge between the uh, Major's University and the Law School. Okay, when you say law school, are you L-A-W law or L-A-W? L-A-W. L-A-W. So L-A-W. Okay. It's a, it was a legal school. Awesome. All right. Hence the major solicitor. Gotcha. Yep. The major solicitor. Yeah. Love it. 
so you, you settle in there for a night of drinking, chatting with people. There is a student society having bar night with a bar tab. Mm-hmm. Which student society out of interest? Uh, it's the second night on campus. So it's the second night that the Barbarian Society is here having a bar tab. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's Gore here. I go here. to see if I can Gore find is Gore. Here. Hey, Gore. Yes. <laughs> oh, hello. Almost didn't hear you. <laughs> we are very sneaky. How you doing, Gore? <laughs> what you been up to, buddy? So stealthy. I've been having good times. Many drinks with friends. Gore, I would like to buy you and your, your friends um, a drink uh, to make up for accidentally offending people on on that orientation day. I, I had no idea that that blood on the table was a was a part of a tradition rather than part of a, a thing that No, it is okay. You are from different culture. Come, we exchange culture. And he, he hands you a drink and a knife. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> I'm so glad I'm so dexterous. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. So the night uh, continues with with much merrymaking um, with Gore and the other members of the Barbarian Student Society. Michael is there having a few drinks, um, chatting it up with Gore. Uh, You see a couple other people that you've seen. Meredith's bard friends are there as they are, in fact, being paid to be tonight's entertainment. Which Meredith somehow missed out on. Meredith, unfortunately, was busy. Ah, uh, <laughs> um, You see a couple of the like older professors in the corner having a few drinks. Trying to look really cool. Trying to look really cool. You know, those like yeah. professors who are sticking around. Uh, and then there's <laughs> a lot of undergrads who are here for like the first time, maybe. Mm. Um, but yeah, you're having a good time. But eventually, all good nights come to an end. Harold and Potentia cross the bridge into Oak Row and go their separate ways. As Meredith is uh, crossing the campus, you come across two small draconic-looking creatures. Ooh. They are about a foot and a half tall. Okay. They stand on two legs, and they look like little versions of a dragonborn. Oh, cute! Now, these aren't creatures that you've encountered, but you have Mm -hmm. heard about them. Okay. You would recognize these as kobolds. Oh. And oh no. what the two of them appear to be doing is carrying a large pumpkin between them. Okay. Because you know there are some gardens on campus, some like veggie gardens and things. And right. they appear okay. to be in the middle of a raid as they've crossed the path and encountered you. Okay. So. Meredith, Meredith just kind of like sidles up to them and. Oh, so as you get close to them, they like back away from you. Okay. Meredith just kind of folds her arms and raises an eyebrow. She used to teach um, back when she was doing her master's degree way back in Condwell Grove, and she just kind of pulls her best teacher face at them. What languages does Meredith speak? Common and halfling. Okay, so you don't understand the language they're speaking? No. Uh, and they. So they like kind of hiss it sounds like almost squawking to each other Mm -hmm. in their little language yeah and they look back at you and they look at the the big pumpkin they're carrying and Uh then they book it into a bush (laughs) that's right you'd better run and then as they've like booked it into that bush from another nearby bush a third one emerges and like chases after them (laughs) okay meredith is very confused by this as is joe well as you remember uh, the security said that there are some kobolds on campus uh, who he mm-hmm. is actively engaged with uh, gardening warfare, I believe. 
Oh, yeah. So I just caught a glimpse of them. Yes. That is delightful. Uh, And with that encounter over, you make your way back to Griffin Hall uh, for a night's sleep. We'll we'll skip forward a few days to meeting Raffi outside the library. He's standing there looking as out of place as he possibly can be, apparently. Yeah. Because he's in broad daylight holding yeah. a pack holding a, a, a wrapped package. Can I wander up with the with the rose between my fingers just twirling it like completely nonchalantly? You definitely can. <laughs> it's so thorny though. <laughs> yeah. Uh, make me a dexterity saving throw. There it is. <laughs> A completely unnecessary dexterity check. It's not unnecessary when you roll a 19 plus whatever I was adding to that dex. Um, a 19 plus 3. That is a Woo-hoo. 22 of dexterous rose very, twirling. Very dexterous twirling this rose. Um, when he sees you doing this, his eyes become like giant dinner plates. Like they are, he, like he is surprised and a little afraid. Mm. Uh, and he like, shoves the book towards you. I haven't even given him everything else. Please, uh, let's <laughs> like, let's just let's just exchange this real quickly. Let's uh let's get out of here, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I say to him, um, you know, you're very conspicuous right now. Um you know, we're just out in the middle of the open. Uh, did you not think to maybe go somewhere a little quieter or Well you know, I thought, I thought you know, eyes? me me handing you a book outside the library would be normal, right? But you look so shifty. Rude. You look roguish, but not at the same time. This is why he needs the book, Harold. It's why he needs the book. Right. Anyway, I'll take I'll take that package and that rose, please. I unwrap before before he takes before he takes the rose from me because I'm not giving it to him until I've unwrapped the parcel he's given me. Thank you very much. Okay, it is definitely the book. It is how to rogue. Awesome. <laughs> I'm looking at this book first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You rogue, or not, or so you say you are. I just want to ask him very politely, um, why, why did you need the book? Why did you need the book so much in the first place? Sometimes to, to start yourself down a path, you have to read an instruction manual. So not one who grew up with rogues. How, well, how about we? How about we sit down and you discuss your backstory with me too? <laughs> Can I just ask how how does one fall into? rogue ship anyway i mean how does i mean no no offense you just look perfectly normal to me how does how does someone slip into that culture um sometimes you make decisions sometimes decisions get made for you sometimes you get dealt about a bad hand and uh the only way to get a better hand is cheat right so uh can we uh we do this exchange and go about our days well i i hand over the the herbs and stuff he takes it and he looks at Tangia with the rose. Just one last question before I have. <laughs> what do you want the rose for? It's uh, it's my ticket. My ticket in. That's all you need to know. Once you've given it to him, Meredith just wants to say something. If this sage. Yeah, I know. You you forget what I'm like. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. we'll just remember who got it for you, and we'll talk about language learning at a later point. Yes, I'll see you Thursday. Um, he before reaches, he goes, he reaches out for the rose, <laughs> and you hand it I'll to see him. And I just <laughs> I throw it to him. Dexterity, all right, just... make a dexterity. He'll he'll make one as well. Yeah, or mean, it's like, he, or technically, it's... he needs to make it. Like I'm just tossing it. Yeah, out. all right. Oh yeah, he snatches it out of the air. <laughs> Meredith just kind of like yanks on um, his um, his shirt and pulls him down to her face level, and then just like mm-hmm. looks him dead in the eye very seriously and says, "You." 
are enough, and then lets him go. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what's, oh my God. Um, what's this? What's this guy's name? We never found out. Raffi. As we as we um, as we take the book and we walk away, I say, "Check this," and I cast pass without trace. <laughs> um, <laughs> And we all just disappear into a shroud of darkness. <laughs> In broad daylight. Uh, all right. And that is how we roamed the road. <laughs> you go into the library uh, and you find um, Bonin, the librarian, and return to him his book. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank you. I am very happy to get this back. It's no problem, Bonin. I will pass on what you have done to me to Nora. She will find you. Who's Nora? Thank you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because <laughs> you have no idea. <laughs> a friend. She asked, she, she told me, she told me that Bonin needed help. Oh, oh, okay. Potentia is, um, desires to be an enigma, apparently. So yeah. we're just helping out. Whatever All that right. means. <laughs> What can I say? I'm a, rid- I'm a riddle rather than oh. <laughs> <laughs> move on. I was like, damn it! Yep. I need to chat till this. <laughs> yeah. All right. So you don't see, but Bonin goes back into that, that back room. Mm-hmm. And then through another secret door in that back room mm-hmm. where he deposits the book on a shelf of other books, the How To series. Mm-hmm. As he walks away, he walks past many other books. Some of them shiver and move as he passes them, as if they have things they want to say. Potentia finds Nora exactly where she said she would be. Mm-hmm. Nora already knows what you've done. Welcome to the Enigma Society, she says. Does she say that to all of us? It was just Potentia, I think. <gasps> just me. Oh! I just look at her and do that slight smirk of, well, yeah. <laughs> Duh. Like the one, of, like the, the, the same vibe as the turn around and walk off with Puppet. <gasps> like. Elsewhere, in the green narrows, an elven man tends to his rose bush. He notices something is amiss and his fist clenches in rage. And somewhere in the city, in a dark alleyway, a smoke bomb goes off. <laughs> <laughs> a young man steps through the smoke slams a rose on the table and says one entry into the thieves guild please 